Hi, it's Michael, the host of Impact Hustlers. And before we dive into today's episode, I'd like to ask you for a favor. If you get any value out of the episode today, please consider sharing it with a friend who would benefit from it. Or leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. We're an independent podcast and are investing a lot of time and effort in publishing inspiring new episodes every week. We can only do this because of people who support us. And now there is an easy way to do so. You can give us a small tip or a regular donation to make sure we can keep going. Every penny is invested into making the podcast even bigger and better. And you can do so on buymeacoffee.com slash impact hustlers buymeacoffee.com slash impact hustlers thanks very much for your support thanks for listening and let's get into the show impact hustlers the podcast on entrepreneurs and change makers that are creating solutions to the world's biggest problems impact hustlers is brought to you by fast forward 2030 and real changers visit fastforward.com to learn how to include the global goals into your business model and realchangers.com to find talent and careers with impact and this is your host michael shafrat In today's episode, I talk to Sasha Yakovlev, the co-founder and head of product at OneSoil. OneSoil helps farmers take more informed decisions using the power of artificial intelligence. Their platforms allow farmers to monitor the fields in real time, relying on a range of data points such as satellite photos, sensors, and weather information. It's great to have you on the show, Sasha. Yeah, nice to hear you. Thank you very much. Good to have you. What brought you to become the co-founder of a farming company? What's the problem you saw initially when you started out and how did you end up with OneSoil? Okay, so let's start from a little story. I have an engineering background and a lot of design experience. So OneSoil started in 2014 as a team of two friends from Slava Mazai and Sevagenin. It's another co-founders. Up until November 2017, the team worked on their own funds. We also spent a year working on a startup full-time with zero salary, and we got our first pre-seed investment right after the AI, AI hackathon in Minsk we took part in. So Slavin Sieva met four years ago as an agricultural expert in Minsk, looking for new ways to apply their skills. So Slava had an engineering background and was fond of aerial photography. And Seva is an expert in JS with work experience in agriculture. So they, Slava would take pictures from a drone and Seva would make maps for differentiated fertilization. And uh, the amount of data from the fields was increasing over time. And uh, it became clear that processing this information required automation. So I joined the team in 2016. Back then, I lived in Argentina for one year. I began to develop the product, look for the first business contacts in South America. At the same time, the idea arose that accumulated data can be processed via machine learning. And this was the time when we began to process data and develop the first prototypes of yield analysis based on satellite imagery. So this is our start. Amazing. What's the actual problem you're solving for farmers? So how can they use your product and what are the benefits they get from it? So the most big problem is the world problem. So exist some challenges in the world. We believe agricultural transformation is the key to poverty reduction, improved livelihoods globally and preserving the environment. 
And precision farming is a crucial component of such transformation. So because according to United Nations, the global population is expected to increase by around 40% by 2015. And it means that we need to produce more food, 70 to 100% by using the same farmland. And we have farmers to increase food output by being more efficient. So we provide them tools. Another aspect is that farmers are overspending up to 30% on seeds, fertilizers, and pesticides due to inefficient application or injection of, of these methods. And we provide farmers with a free tool to know what, how, and what to do to their fields daily. And finally, agriculture is a negative contributor to human ecological footprint. So we offer tools to apply variable rate technology and other precise agricultural practices in the daily operation and thus leave a smaller eco footprint. So actually, one soil consists of two parts. The first part is platform for farmers. It's free and global. So we made amazing technologies and we offer these technologies to all farmers in the world. And if what farmer can do inside our platform, for example, he can monitor their fields every three or five days. He see his fields from satellites and he understand what happening there. So there is no need to go by foot or by car and spend a lot of hours to monitor tens of fields. He can calculate fertilizers. So as the different parts of the fields are different from each other and uh, we are using satellite imagery to calculate maps for differentiated fertilization and to prepare files to machinery. So a farmer takes file, he generates file, it takes several minutes, then he uploads this file to machinery, and machinery uses our file to apply fertilizers with a differentiated way, with a different rate in different parts of the field. So we visualize data from harvesters and tractors, we show weather. So this is a tool for farmers. Yeah. So the farmers provide some of the data and then you also have sensors that farmers can use on their fields and combine that with satellite data and information like weather, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So we're trying to use as many sources of data as we can. First, this is our platform. Every day, farmers contribute us their data about fields, crops, uh, seeding dates, etc. So we have sensors, so built in-house uh, in Belarus, here in Minsk. And we uh, almost started to sell the sensors. And we want to use the data from the sensors to predict disease, for example, in future. But uh, the first step, we need to gather uh, data to, to build uh, our mm -hmm. models and to train mm -hmm. them. Amazing. I saw on your website you recently released an AI-based map that analyzes crop production based on satellite photos. So you can basically scroll through the world and see which country grows how much of which crop. I actually went in there and went to the place I grew up in. It's a village in Germany. So there's a lot of farming going on there. And it was really interesting. You could see which field produces which crops typically. Tell us more about that project. How can that be used? Is that more of a gimmick or does it really show the core of what your product does? So you're telling about one soil map, I think. Uh, this is another, yeah. another part of our company. So the first is a free and global platform for farmers. And uh, another part is uh, the data. So what we do, we 
were first who detected all fields in United States and all Europe. So we know each field in these regions. And we used just only uh, satellite imagery for that. So we take satellite imagery, we detect border of the agricultural field, and then we detect the crop inside this border. And we uh, built one soil map. This interactive map allows users to explore and compare fields and crops in Europe and United States, zoom in and get to know the field, the acreage, the crop, and the field score. In addition to the chart, one can see how the fields have changed over the past three years. You can zoom out and understand the world, field size, crops in each region. You can compare the different ratings and get insights from more than 40 countries. But one soil map is just the demonstration, like a visualization of our possibilities of our data. And we offer this data to different big companies because the big companies, corporations, governments, they're interested to understand um, from the field scale to the world scale what is happening in agriculture. And this data is quite unique and very valuable. And we earn money on this data. So we closed our first contract in the beginning of this year with a top one, I think, chemistry producer in the world. They use our data for their needs. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about how they use it or how a typical customer of you could use the data to take better decisions? Um, in, in a different way. For example, for government, uh, it's another source of statistical data. So the first source is farmers. Farmers give uh, their data about their fields uh, to government, but farmer is human and there is a lot of errors in this pipeline. And we, uh, and we provide another source of independent data just good from satellites. For example, different company, companies that produce food, they want to understand where to buy crops, for example, to, to produce food for these crops. Or producers of gasoline or producers of machinery, sometimes they want to make market re research to understand what is the bird view of crops in some region. Mm -hmm. Amazing. So you talked earlier about how with one soil, one of the goals is also to allow the world to produce more food for the growing population and at the same time reduce the environmental impact of growing that food. Talk us through how that works concretely. How can your platform be used to actually reduce the environmental impact of farming and make sure that the farmers have more yield? In a different ways. For farmers, for example, farmer can use the differentiated fertilization application to reduce the amount of fertilizers he uses. So he saves money with the same yield, for example. Or he can get better yield and uh, spend the same money by applying different rate of fertilizers in different parts of the field because the different parts are very different from each other. So... Farmer can save fertilizer, the nitrogen, for example, and if you apply a lot of nitrogen to the soil, nitrogen can go to groundwater and then to go to lakes, for, for example, and it's not very good. So we, we're trying to apply as much uh, fertilizers as farmer needs to grow his crops. The same with seeding, the same with 
application of pesticides. So the main thing is we're trying to clearly understand what's happening in different parts of the field, not on all field, but in different parts. And mm-hmm. we're trying to give farmer insights or enough information uh, to make an action and to understand how many fertilizers or another matter he should apply there. Mm-hmm. So currently, I would assume, I'm not a farmer, but I would assume they would mainly estimate the amount of fertilizer they need for their field based on their experience, but they wouldn't really collect any data or very specific data points to understand whether that amount is actually the right amount. Is that correct? Is that what they would do without one soil? Yeah, so we we in the beginning, but our plans and the future we see is to give actionable insights and to make decisions for farmers as an, uh, as an agronomist. So, but for that, we need to work hard for a long time because uh, to give these insights that uh, really works, so we need a lot of data. So this is the main reason we decided to build a free platform for all farmers. In just one and half of the year, we reached about 42,000 of farmers that inside our platform. So this is really, really big numbers if to compare with another companies on the market that that work already for maybe tens of the years. We plan to scale fast. This is our goal. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the challenges. So you mentioned actually getting the data, right? So you provide some value to farmers and in return, you get some of the data from farmers. Is getting the data the biggest challenge or what's the biggest challenge in kind of scaling one soil? Yeah, the first and main, I think, is uh, data because uh, to build an AI that can predict something or that can give actionable insights, you need data to train your models. So yes, it's a big challenge. And uh, we started to gather data several years ago. It was hard. First, we used different public sources from different countries. So then we started different partnerships with uh, nonprofit organizations, with some departments of United Nations like FAO, like CGIR. So they provide us data from the ground. We need ground truth from different countries to build uh Good models. Yeah, this is the first. The second is the models. You need smart enough guys to build models that can do something valuable. Detect fields or clear imagery from clouds and shadows or detect crops. So it takes time and you need smart brains to do that and you need time. We have very little team and uh, I think we move fast and we are in Minsk and in Minsk, uh, there is a lot of uh, very good engineers. So we, we have opportunity to hire them. Mm-hmm. But you're offering your platform globally already, right? Or what's your main focus at the moment? Yeah, we thought that everything we have, we can provide to all countries. So we started in Europe, in Belarus, Lithuania, and the Western Europe, like Germany, France. Right now, we're working in all countries of Europe and uh, in all states of United States. And we're planning to scale to South America, to Africa, Australia, New Zealand. So our plan for this year is to scale 
to all the world. To scale, I mean to detect uh, fields first and uh, to offer farmers our technologies. So we, we use uh, detected fields in our product also, not only selling these uh, boundaries, but we use uh, this in our products because the biggest barrier to entry to any agri-tech products is onboarding. So farmer needs to just try your product. Uh, farmer needs to draw fields. So it can take hours or days if there is a lot of fields. Or he should upload some boundaries. So he should ask consultants to draw boundaries for his fields and then upload these boundaries to our to software. And we offer just to click on his field because we already know these fields. We know the crop, we know the boundary, and farmers spend several minutes to select 10 fields and to start trying our product. So we were first realized this is onboarding. It's really amazing. Mm. So yeah, it's really great to hear your massive focus on farmers now and the expansion that you're working on. If you think about the next 10 years with OneSoil, what do you think does the world look like in 10 years when OneSoil succeeds? What kind of change are you trying to bring about? How does the world look like in 10 years if what you're trying to do actually works? If to tell globally is about the technologies in agriculture, our vision is a future where all agricultural knowledge is the world is connected. This will allow everyone to make precise and well-targeted decisions. And we'll see the greater transparency of data and experience from all farmers will be helpful to global agricultural transformation. So we can use uh, the data of all farmers to make decisions for all. It's uh, really valuable. And uh, I also believe we'll see greater transparency of the food supply chain. For example, by scanning a QR code on the apple in the market, you can check where the apple was cultivated, how it was fertilized, and transported to the shop. And with the help of precision farming technologies, our users, farmers, will improve their farming outcomes and will save money. As for one soil, so we're planning to become the biggest product that farmers on earth use. So we want to work with millions of farmers and uh, we want to really help them to optimize their work. Our vision is uh, we see a big problem. The majority of farmers think that precision farming is a rocket science. It's hard and they don't know how to start. So that's why we started our blog like a scientific popular blog about precision farming. And we're trying to write interesting posts and easy posts to tell farmers how to start. So even if you don't have the big machinery that costs half a million of dollars, you can just download the, our application and you can start monitoring your field from satellites. Just the first step. Try to do that right now. So we see our mission in farmer's education. So it's very important for us. Mm. Amazing. Thanks very much for joining me today. It was great to learn about your product and I can encourage everybody that's listening to go to your website, onesoil.ai and check out the map, especially if you live in Europe or the United States, check out what actually those countries produce and maybe what the field next to you is producing. Really interesting. 
thanks very much for joining today and all the best with once thank you michael it was a pleasure so i hope this year we'll upload the new data to our map that cover all the world and uh, all countries so let's be in touch <laughs> <laughs> we will be thank you very much yeah thank all you right. bye Thanks. Bye. This was Impact Hustlers. Impact Hustlers is brought to you by Fast Forward 2030 and Real Changers. Visit fastforward.com to learn how to include the global goals into your business model and realchangers.com to find talent and careers with impact. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, share the episode, leave us a review and consider becoming a supporter on buymeacoffee.com slash impacthustlers. This means a lot to me. Thank you very much for tuning in and see you next time. Bye.